In this episode of the warm-up, I'm in the studio with Distance.gg, Stephen Markey and Dave Watson to find out more about their passion for trail running and this weekend's donkey drop. Stephen is the new chairman and tells us more about the club. Distance has been going for probably three or four years now, sort of informally, um, and recently myself and Dave took over um, as the new committee and we're really keen to... to, to run it very much as a, a club place to, focused on running in Guernsey primarily and we, we're quite interested ourselves in trail running and longer distance running and I think for us it's about making sure that that kind of running is accessible to everybody and that might be people who have maybe only done a park run before or maybe one of the 5k events with the athletics club and they're interested in sort of going a bit further maybe 10k or half marathon and and we also know there's there's a lot of people on the island who've done the half marathons, the marathons, and they're really excited to, to take on ultra running, which is really growing in, in popularity. And, and for us to provide a, an environment where people can meet each other and start to run with each other and, and to, to get that experience that they might not otherwise get from, from perhaps some of the other clubs that exist on the island. And what, what would you describe the sort of the appeal of trail running at as well? What's a very personal thing but for me I love road, road running it's the feeling of running fast is great but I think trail running is it's somehow more natural it's it's generally quieter you're back to nature um, there isn't the pressure on running hard all of the time so that you know walking is perfectly okay and eating is a great thing as well on trail running especially the longer run so it's, it, it can be a, a really long picnic um, which I really love and I I think it's um, also biomechanically, it's a bit softer on the body. It exercises the joints and the muscles in, in maybe a different way to a, to a road run. So I think it's, it's got loads of benefits that people can choose to take out of it what, what they want. Um, I know Dave's really, really keen on it from, a, from an exploratory point of view as well. Quite often people know they're going to go for a run. So in Guernsey, they might run up and down the seafront. Yeah. Dave and I go for a run and I, I've lived in Guernsey my whole life. And I'd get lost very quickly running with Dave. There's, there's tracks, trails, paths that you probably never even noticed were there. And, it, and having that confidence to, okay, let's turn here and, and just move, I think it's, yeah. it's a good way of running. Yeah, quite often we go out for a run and we don't actually know where we're going. We just, just meander and you just, you just end up at a place. And it's quite nice, whereas you go on the roads, you, have a, you normally have a set plan when you go out running. Whereas going out on trails and cliffs, it's it's lovely. It's yeah, you just you just make it up as you go along. If the weather's a bit lousy, you're cutting at certain paths and and yeah, discover new paths on on quite a few runs that we do. Yeah, great way of exploring the island in ways that you wouldn't otherwise. Yes, definitely. I think um, we've looked at it before, trying to do the whole of Guernsey in one running year. I think it's about six hundred and fifty, seven hundred miles of roads, tracks, and trails. Um, so for, a, for somebody who runs fairly regularly, they'd probably do a thousand miles a year, something along those lines. So we think it's achievable. We've both tried it, but we've never quite managed <laughs> to do it. Yeah. I think that that's a really nice side of it, isn't it? It's setting your own personal challenges as well. And that's comes through for you as a club as well. It can be about those personal journeys and not so much just the winning and the elite side. Yeah, definitely. I think when it comes to to any running event or, or any running group, 
there's always going to be the elites and they're fantastic they they inspire people to to do more and be fantastic and, and i think that's wonderful and certainly in guernsey we've got um the athletics club especially they they've got a focus on the um the track and field events the, the relatively shorter distance running that happens on the track and of course the the road-based events up to around about half marathon we've also got the guernsey marathon um and actually the same chap organises two ultra running events in Guernsey. So there's a really well-established um, route into club-based kind of quicker running and also event-based running at all distances. So we, we really think that distance can give that, that opportunity to fill the niche for maybe the club-based longer running or for, as I say, people who are sort of want to step up but in perhaps a little bit less competitive environment and with with trail running especially walking walking the cliff anybody who's tried to run the cliffs will walk almost guaranteed um, only the very very fittest can run the whole thing so as soon as you realize that walking is encouraged and part of it you can start to realize that actually going slower is better um, in many circumstances and people feel they can go out and have people who are very differently paced can still run together and stay as a group and kind of have that that, that social interaction but you perhaps wouldn't get if you were doing repeats on the track or or, or a hard run along the seafront at the end of one of the half marathon races or something what would you put behind the growth in like the sort of trail running scene in Guernsey as well I, th I think it's I think the Covid um, lockdown people got into running swimming primarily because it's easy sports you walk out your house and you, you do it there's there's no preparation needed and I think people sort of got the bug for it from there. You saw so many people out walking during lockdown, and I think people just just gone on from there and thought, well, actually, I'll just I'll jog a little bit now, and actually realise how much fun it is. And I think that and we've seen it as well with the swimming. It's still it's massive over here compared to four or five years ago, and I think it's it's just it's going to carry on that way as well. And I think running will as as well. And I guess we've got such a good environment. Yes. Uh, with the cliffs, with the green lanes, and everything else like that to take advantage of yeah we've, we've got that perfect storm of as you say the green lanes the cliffs are a brilliant training ground we've got one or two people who are who really are world class um who've done a lot of training in, in guernsey i know tian Erwi um is, is often mentioned in the, the sports pages and he's he's done really some quite special things um but we also i think you know we probably need to put that shout out to to the previous um the committee and the people involved in distance.gg and there was a a, a short-lived um club i think it was called the Guernsey Long Distance Running Club, forgive me if I've got the name wrong, um, which was, I guess, the precursor to distance, where people who were doing the ultra running already started to get together. And it's, it, it's a little bit, it has to be a little bit selfish distance running by definition. If you've got to go out and do a three or four hour run, you need to fit that in around your life and, and around your family commitments and your schedule. So it's, it's difficult to organize that with a group at a time that suits but these um these guys got together they realized there was the opportunity and, and i think in doing that they've they've made it a bit more mainstream and especially when you then build in the efforts of um peter tiffin with uh, the guernsey ultra the gu36 it's one lap of guernsey that's all you've got to do and it's such a it's become an iconic event in its short sort of short time and i think that's given people the bug to realize that it's it's a very achievable thing to do and so they're not perhaps frightened of it the way they might have been originally i also noticed there's a really nice gender balance as well within 
some of those events that you might not see in some of the road racing as well. Oh, hugely. The, the abilities... I don't want to sound too chauvinistic about it, but when it comes to certainly shorter events, men biologically generally have a bit of an advantage over women, muscle structure, bone density, the, the strength that they can put into the ground contact generally gives them an advantage. comes to ultra running, I absolutely believe that women are better than men. Their mindset is better, their approach, their ability to pace sensibly, um, and the endurance. It, women are much better endurance runners than men, and even at elite level that's starting to be the case that you're seeing women are regularly podium and and winning outright these these very long distance events which is absolutely fantastic and that as you say that then starts to filter down into the rest of the sport and you you're building on on what would describe as strong foundations and you sort of touched on it there what are your hopes for the future again it's just to develop the um, running community in guernsey we want to get as many people out running as possible a relevant ability and like um, Steve said athletics club do cater well for the elite runners in Guernsey we think there is a gap in the market over here for the more sort of social club runners there are a number of um, sort of social groups over here that run together we want to just offer those people something a bit, bit more formal so the odd event here and there for them to take part in and some of those groups tend to be a bit they tend to sort of top out at about an hour on their, their runs, which is which is great. And I, myself and Dave both dip in and out regularly. But again, if you if your schedule requires you to do a three-hour run, it can be a bit awkward to time it to arrive just in time and then go off. You want to have the social at the end. So we, we think we can kind of get the gap and, and get people more comfortable exploring. And, and this, this year for us is a bit of a consolidation year. We're, um, as I say, we're building off off some great work that's done previously and we're trying to get a feel for what we want and we're, we're thinking we're going to focus more on fewer events fewer opportunities but making them a bit um a bit bigger rather than lots lots of relatively dilute events we want to see lots of people at one event and really get that kind of community spirit going so that's why we're really excited for for the weekend coming up this is a perfect segue isn't it into into what is coming up this weekend so yeah let's talk about uh, the donkey drop um, and what's on offer donkey drop is a fairly unique concept Um, runners start off um, on the hour at a set time they have to run a circuit of just over four miles within the hour on the next hour um, they have to start the lap again and they just they keep going until there's one runner left so we have an event coming up this weekend, um, Donkey Dropout. It starts at 9 o'clock on Saturday morning from Sylvans. And we have um, just over 60 runners at the moment signed up to take part. And the hope is that the race will last well into Sunday. So um, the concept is that um, the distance-wise, if you run 24 hours, you run 100 miles. So. We've had in the past uh, runners have targeted 12 hours to get 50 miles. Some do try and target um, seven laps, so they've, they've done an ultra. We had a runner last time who had never run a half marathon, and she ran three laps and then just did a little bit afterwards to make up her first half marathon. We have other runners who their target is purely one lap. So it, we have a full range of, of runners. Um, this time we have runners who do expect to go past the 24-hour mark. Yeah, they're talking a big game, aren't they? They're talking a big game. Hopefully they'll, they'll deliver. But yeah, the, the expectation is it'll go through towards Sunday afternoon. 
And there's going to be some unique challenges uh, posed by the course as well. Can you take us through the route? Yeah, we start from Sylvan's from the training pitch and we go through uh, a number of green lanes and um, nature trails until we get down to the reservoir. And then we follow a lot of the reservoir route round and then back up um, past the West Legion, which I'm sure they'll get a few cheers at, on Saturday night, uh, and then back up to Sylvan's. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's a nice meandering course, sort of away from all the traffic. And, and, and for those going a bit longer as well, an interesting tactical um, approach to it as well, whether, like how fast you do the laps, how much time you rest, what you eat, when you eat. Yeah, I mean, you have your hour. Um, if you finish it in half an hour, you've got 30 minutes rest. Yeah, you can't, you, fin- you can't bank time. No. So you can't start the next lap until the hour. So Yeah, so yeah. Ideally, you want to finish in 45 to 50 minutes. Gives you 10 minutes to change your shares, comfort break, get some food on board, and then get into the starting circle for the next lap. If you're not in that starting circle, you miss it by a second, you're out. There's, there's no leeway. That's the only the hard and fast rule. And brilliant in terms of numbers, because this has grown on previous years. Uh, yeah, we last ran it a couple of years ago, and we had about 25 runners. This year, we've really sort of pushed it a lot more. We're, we're, it's a lot more structured. And, and I think that's shown in the numbers and, and the, the people who've signed up. We've probably had 50, no, probably 60 to 70% uh, are new signees. So it, it's going to be quite nice for them. It, it, it's an unknown, unknown territory. So we'll, we'll have runners going off far too fast and then realising after that they've, they've gone off, they've blown up too much. We'll have, we'll have the hardened runners who go off, they're just walking out the gate. Because realistically, you can probably walk half the course and still finish within the hour comfortably. So it's about learning how to pace yourself. And we've seen in the past that the winners are often the slowest people on the first lap. Yes, because yeah, if you go off too quick, you're just going to burn up too much energy. We had a, a runner in the last time who put in their fastest lap of the whole thing and was all chuffed about that with themselves and then had to call, call myself to pick them up on the next lap because they got injured. Yeah, we didn't really need to tell that story, Dave. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, who was that runner? No, we don't need to. Do that. I think no? it's oh, Marky yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it does. Uh, it's it's a sort of it's a bit of an underwhelming start to every lap because people do walk and along. This this concept exists um, elsewhere, and the people that do really really far, they aim generally for 52, 53 minutes a lap, and they'll just keep going and keep going, and then it becomes more about sleep deprivation for those those people how they can carry on doing it and we've got a course it's not it's not the easiest course it's not the quickest course but it is Dave's found some really great great routes there and, and we we probably need to put the shout out to um, Guernsey Water and their wildlife warden so we've, we've adjusted the course slightly we're really keen that we don't we have a leave no footprints um, approach uh, leave nothing but footprints approach sorry and so we've adjusted the course around the reservoir so as not to disturb the wildlife when it comes to dusk with the races starting relatively early because we think that round about dusk time, 12 hours in, we'll be down to single digits. And, and we, by doing that, we can minimise the impact and, and still carry on using these sort of wonderful trails. Because, of course, if too many people go and they abuse that, the hospitality of the, the landowners, then before we know it, the trails will be shut and, and nobody gets to enjoy them. And, and the same is going to apply. We're going to have absolutely zero tolerance on any litter. Um, even the race markings, we've made sure there's no plastic involved in any of the race markings or or um, all the course markings and making sure that everybody pays you know, decent levels of respect to those who are 
who are going to be out walking their dogs, we guess, on a on an early Sunday morning to see two two or three people come past looking like death because they've been running for sort of eighteen hours. How many people are talking about going for the twenty four then? It's like there's one or two that have gone public saying they want want that. I think realistically, there's five or six at least that that think they can do it, and I think they probably can. I think the more people you have doing it, it, it just snowballs. They'll be dragged along. It's such a mental battle. You can be absolutely shattered, sat there in your chair between laps, thinking, I can't go. Once you get in that starting circle and you take your first step, you can finish the lap because you can pretty much walk it. So it's just that mental battle of getting out and getting getting the next lap started. And I think if there's a group of them, I think they'll drag each other along sort of past the 24 hours comfortably. It's obviously a difficult spectator sport as well, but are there any times where you'd encourage people to come down and watch? Oh, definitely. I'd say quarter to the hour so whatever time you want to come obviously as you say we're going to kick off at nine o'clock um, so people will be milling around the excitement or start registrations from eight um, which all the participants should know by now um, with a briefing at about half eight but then yeah most most people will finish the lap around somewhere between 45 and 55 minutes I would think so that'll be a good time to to come down there's a bit of a of an unspoken concept in um in this kind of, it's called a backyard ultra is the, is the concept. And there's a bit of an unspoken rule that it's perfectly okay to heckle people and try and get them to quit as early as possible until they really need a bit of encouragement. <laughs> and then it obviously, it goes around the other way. So yeah, quarter to the hour would be, would be perfect, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, we have a, a nice finish to the race. They come back into the Sylvan's training pitch and they've got to go around half the pitch so they can see the clock at the end. And if they're short of time, everyone waiting by the clock and they've got to go around and just and basically pegging it around the pitch just to get into the starting circle for the next lap so yeah just another little sort of tweak on the mental side of things and if they miss it by one second that's it zero tolerance they're out